Hello. Welcome to the Anthology Zone podcast, where you'll find a fresh mix of short stories. This is the third episode of the series, and it's called Favorite Son. Also, it contains some strong language, and listener discretion is advised. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy it. Hey, don't you think it's uh, disrespectful to sit on the hood of his hearse like that? What would that uh, religious flatmate of yours say? What, Isaac? I don't care, he moved out. Oh, oh yeah? Who do you sleep with? What? That's usually the case, isn't it? Somebody sleeps with somebody they shouldn't have, this tension arises, arguments ensue, and then bang! You're suddenly alone again. How long have you been living there? Three years. Three years and it's all ruined for some sweet sex? Nobody slept with anybody. <laughs> Almost been pretty boring three years then. Shut up, man. Carly and I are still living there. Carly and I, not like you to be so grammatically correct. Carly and I. <sighs> okay, so basically Isaac dealt with the bills. And we gave him our share and he paid the bills, no problems. Then one day, Carly went home to see her parents and I was left in the apartment by myself. So I decided to eat some noodles, stick the sauce in, I chuck it in a, uh, like a glassware thing. A bowl? Are you looking for a bowl? Yeah. Yeah, a bowl. That's the one. I don't know why. Anyway, I stick it in the microwave. One minute, stir. One minute, stir, etc. And then halfway through the second minute... Why don't you just blast it for two minutes? I don't understand. Because that doesn't work, okay? And that's not the point. Look, halfway through the second minute, the power shuts down. Blackout. Well, if you just blast it for two minutes, then at least you had noodles eat during the blackout. It's all... Okay, anyway... I called the electric company. <laughs> no, you called mom first. Uh, no. Thanks, mom. Electric had never been paid. Isaac hadn't paid them once. So I called him. No answer. Called Carly. She swore that he paid. I started to freak out. Carly tells me Isaac has dropped out, kept all the money, and took off. His parents are pissed. They had this prophetic dream that he'd grow up to be an architect. Hence why he was, like, doing the course in college. Did they see the cosmic owl? The, the, the what? The cosmic owl. It's only a prophetic dream if the cosmic owl's in it. Otherwise, it's just a plain old boring nothing dream. I don't know. They, they just pushed him to be an architect because of the dream, whatever the dream was. No wonder he stole the money. If He was pushed into a career over a dream that didn't even have the cosmic owl. You're a dick. Come on. A cosmic dick. <laughs> I'm the dick? You're the one that stole a fucking hearse. I didn't steal it. I just... Uh, uh, oh, you borrowed it? Yeah. Oh, you just borrowed it. Oh, that old cliche. No, officer, I didn't steal it. I just borrowed it. You know what? Fetch. What? What? Why'd you throw my shoe, asshole? That's, those shoes are expensive. Jeez, it, Benjamin. You know, you really are a miniature dad. That's not a bad thing. Anger issues are always a bad thing. He was a good man. Good men. Good men don't smash, okay? Good men don't smash plates against walls because you couldn't eat it all. Good men don't lift their child to the ceiling and drop him. Good men don't sleep with the babysitter. Which babysitter? Carol. No, he didn't. Gr granted, he slept with Beth, and he left for a short period to be with Sarah. <laughs> That's right. You had a crush on Carol. No, fuck off. He didn't sleep with her, Well, he probably okay? didn't stay the night, but they fucked, all right? 
A lot. Besides, she's a kid born in that time frame, too, duh, duh, right? And what's that kid's name? Benji? Yeah, it's Benjamin. He was our dad. And I miss him. Doesn't matter. Blood is a false tie. Just because you're born with a connection doesn't mean it has to exist forever. You can sever ties, especially when they begin to squeeze so tight you lose consciousness. Carol? Really? Come on, if it makes you feel any better, you were, what, 12? She was 30. It, it would never have happened between you two. Don't touch me. Come on. Stop. <sighs> see, see, that's the sort of shit he taught you. Right there, physical contact is closer to violence than love. Did, did he ever hug you? Did he ever kiss you? No. Did he ever tell you he's proud of you? Yeah. A few times. Oh, that's, well, great. Well, he never acknowledged that he knew what I was doing with my life. No wonder. I mean, you left at 19. You, you barely kept in touch. I mean, we didn't even know you were back for six months. <laughs> Why would I tell you? No one would have visited me anyway. Where are you going? I'm done, Benjamin. I can't deal with this anymore. You, Mom, Dad, none of you ever gave a shit. I have an 18-month-old daughter, and none of you have met her, and I married her mom last week, all right? And I didn't get a card. You caught a fucking carp that was bigger than usual, and they threw you a surprise meal. Okay, it was huge. Oh, yeah? See? You don't get it. You're the favorite. I'm the afterthought. It's always been Benji, Benji, Benji. Okay, it's not them anymore. It's just her. It's mom, alone. Well, Merry fucking Christmas to you, then. Success story of the year, Oedipal bullshit. You're crazy. You're, you're actually fucking crazy, okay? You attention-seeking dick. Stop. No. Ow, ow, ow. Get off of me. This, this right here, right here, this is the biggest fucking cliche today, hands down. What? <laughs> this, us, fighting, it's all we've done since we were kids. Friends, enemies, friends, enemies. You were always at war with me! Oh yeah, because you had allies. I was alone watching the little mom, dad, Benjamin gang. I was always the butt of an in-joke I didn't understand. No, it wasn't like that. You just never joined in. You, you sat in your room writing poetry, like some emo without the makeup. Oh yeah, yeah, looks like uh, that got me nowhere, huh? If only I could have built a career out of writing, huh? Ammon, Ammon. I was depressed as fuck, all right? I was considering the various ways I could leave, whether that meant the house or the planet. I, didn't, I wasn't sure. But I knew I wanted to go. Considering, considering driving my car into a wall repeatedly a couple of years ago. It was never the right moment, though. I wanted it to be when no other cars were near, when I could just cause minimal damage to everyone else, but maximum to me. It's that sort of thing that drove us away. No pun, huh? No. Nonetheless, I needed help and you turned it into a slight against you. As if needing help means I'm attacking you. You know I've spent large chunks of my life uncertain of what is real? I just lose a sense of reality. Did you steal Dad's watch from the wake? I'm not, I'm not stealing it, I'm just borrowing it. <sighs> he did love you, he just... You know what he's like. He, he finds it hard to say these things. He's always been so proud of you. I mean, he owns six copies of your novel. He was just afraid of rejection. 
I didn't need him to buy six copies. I didn't need him to buy one. I just needed a hug. <laughs> you, you, you know, I find it really weird when dads hug their kids. I think he probably had depression too. I mean, he was just from the wrong generation. He was, was taught to hold it in. I guess I had enough in common with him to plaster over the cracks. Yeah, let's get him back. I bet Mom is freaking out. No, 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 no. We don't need to leave yet. This, this, this is, this is good. This is us again. Okay, we stole a hearse. You stole a hearse. Fine, fine. I stole a Thank hearse. You. But you are an accomplice. Besides, it's my father in there. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Your father. That's all he ever was. I was an orphan living with my own family. I, 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 come on, Ammon. I, I didn't mean anything by that. I was just... I'm used to... I don't... Yeah, have you ever done research into a family tree? Did you know Dad was married before Mom? Hey, get off the road, Ammon. He cheated on his first wife, you know? That's not true. I would have known that. Mom it's true. Told, no, Mom would have told me. Ask Mom when we get back. Why do you think she cut me out? Because I knew it all. Stop, Ammon. It's his funeral. Now isn't the time. Oh, 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 but it is. A funeral doesn't mean we have to suddenly respect the man. Okay, people make mistakes, but please, let's get off the road. Isn't this always the way it is? I'm the crazy one, the attention seeker. Just get off the road. How's this for attention? You can chat about this with your little gang later. There is no gang, Ammon. Just our widowed mom. He widowed a lot of women. That doesn't make sense. It's a metaphor, dumbass. <laughs> Benjamin literally means favorite son. You were born after me. They took one look at you and decided straight away that you were their favorite. It took them one second to choose you over me. And I'm sure Ammon means something equally irrelevant. Hidden one. Oh. I can see you. Oh, you, you must be that kid from the Sixth Sense then. No. Nope. Just somebody who loves their big brother. <sighs> yeah, sure. Come on. I didn't call Mom first after the blackout. I called you. But you didn't answer, and I couldn't leave a message because you don't have voicemail. Benji. I'm 27, and I'm going to have to move back in with Mom. She's going to be all alone, and I have to be there for her. Carly and I can't afford our place anymore. I mean, you never visited... That's all I wanted, I, 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 to be that kid again. The one who used to pretend to be a bull and, and chase me around the house and used to sneak me over the stair gate to steal cookies? Or used to have a stupid way we said goodnight. Remember, you, see you in the morning, you remember that? <laughs> we, we can still hang. I just assumed you didn't, you didn't want to see me anymore. That, that he won. Won? It wasn't a battle, Ammon. You left. There were no winners. It sure felt like a battle, right? I can't go back with you, Benji. I'm sorry. I can't sit there and pretend that he was a great man. Can you just fake it one last time? <laughs> oh, go back and say nice things? Apologize for my absence? I, I, no, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Hmm. Can I drop you off somewhere? Thanks. No, I 
I need time to think. The the walking, it'll it'll do me good. Besides, there's a there's a bus stop a mile or so down the road or something. Mom's gonna be fine. She'll grieve, and there's no doubting she loved him, but she'll come around. At first, she'll think about him every second and, and every hour, and then eventually maybe just once a day. And Soon, he'll just be a photo on the bedside table, and she'll still be here, plowing through his mistakes. I know. Come, uh, come meet your niece sometime. I will. I love you, Amy. I love you too, Benji. See you in the morning. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> See you in the morning. Thank you for listening to Favorite Son. This episode was written by Aaron Kent, produced by Cynthia Turkington, recording engineer and sound design by Matt Brousseau, performed by Matt Brousseau as Eamon, and Daniel Thrasher as Benjamin, hosted by Yvette Green, and a special thanks to Starburns Industries. For more information on the Anthology Zone podcast, please go to anthologyzone.com. <laughs>